Be sure to tune into Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much, much more. On her new radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues, as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration laws or are notable immigrants themselves. Check out her new show, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Immigration with Tamina Watson on Daisy 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 AM. This show is all about immigration. We talk about immigration updates, legal updates, news updates. Um, the goal of the show is to inspire educate and inform you about immigration matters. Part of the show is to also speak to people who will inspire you, notable immigrants who have uh, achieved and accomplished so much that will make you inspired to be like them. We also talk with notable people making an impact on immigration, whether it's on immigrant lives or immigration laws or policy. Um, this show is a brand new show that started together with the Desi 1250 station in September 2015. And we have hit the six month mark. Is it six months already? Yeah, and Desi 1250 has become part of the fabric of our society already. Thank you, Desi 1250, for being here and giving us the opportunity to connect the communities. Um, today we have a very, very special show and a very, very important guest on our show here. Um, but before we go to that, I want to tell you that the usual news updates will be at the end of this interview. Um, and uh, I would love to for you to hang on and just listen to our wonderful guest and listen to all the news updates that I have for you at the end of it. Today's guest is a notable immigrant as well as a notable person making a huge impact on immigrants' lives. We have none other than the Deputy Mayor of City of Seattle on the show today. Deputy Mayor Kim should be joining us in in a few moments. But before I introduce her to the show... I want to tell you a little bit about um, the, the show uh, about Deputy Mayor Kim. Deputy Mayor Kim is the Deputy Mayor for the City of Seattle, focused on external and community relations. She was appointed to this position by Mayor Ed Murray in January 2014, becoming the first Asian American woman to hold such a position in Seattle's history. Deputy Mayor Kim is responsible for helping to develop and promote meaningful connections and relationships between the mayor's office and city government with the diverse neighborhoods and communities of Seattle and with state, federal and international partners. She also leads special projects and strategic initiatives on behalf of the mayor. You can read more about her on our website at www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com and of course on the city's website. Um, we have so much to discuss with her, um, and there's so much that the city is doing uh, for immigrants. The Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs is a particular office uh, that is administered by the city of Seattle. Uh, there is so much that happens with the, the Office of Immigrant and Refugees Affairs. Their focus is to make sure that immigrants and refugees are integrated into society as smoothly as possible, that they are given as much help as possible 
Um, and, um, you know, if there are questions, they can actually reach out to the office. Um, if you have questions or uh, our comments for the for the show or for the radio station, you're very welcome to call us. The number is 844-301-1250. That's 844-301-1250. That's again, 844-301-1250. You're very welcome to email us at info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. That's info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. Uh, our guest will be joining us momentarily. Um, but before she joins us, I want to tell you what's going to be happening next week. Um, you know, the Supreme Court case that we have been speaking about since the show began, which is to decide what will happen on the executive actions for DAPA, that's Deferred Action for Parents of Childhood um, uh, Arrivals, and DACA, that's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, meaning children who arrived in the U.S. before the age of 15. The executive action was to uh, extend the date at uh, the age for, from 31 to beyond. So there wasn't going to be an age limit to who could apply for DACA. And of course, parents of children who are either green card holders or citizens. The Supreme Court has taken on that case. And it is very likely that as early as next Monday, that's Monday the 13th, the Supreme Court could actually give uh, a decision on the case. So it's important that you tune into the show, um, make sure that you are on our, our blog, sign up for it, uh, so that you can learn what will happen to that case. The case will make a huge impact on people's lives throughout the country if the decision is in favor of President Obama's executive actions. Uh, there is uh, a lot more going on with that and so uh, I would ask you to tune in and um, make sure. Do we have our guest on the line? Wow. Welcome, Deputy Mayor King. Kim, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so grateful that you're here and so honored. On behalf of Desi 1250, on behalf of myself and, of course, the listeners, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be here. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. Well, you know... Um, we have a lot to discuss in a very short amount of time, and I want to make sure the listeners understand how much effort the city is putting into uh, helping immigrants and refugees in, in, in the city. Um, you know, the city of Seattle has been a huge champion on immigration issues. Why is immigration so important to this administration? Well, I know that we don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to start off by, first of all, thanking you for having us on on this very, very important topic. Um, I, will, I, I will say that um, there are sort of four, you know, quick areas that I would like to cover as far as um, Mayor Murray's commitment to um, our immigrant community. Uh, first is personal. Um, he is uh, the very br proud uh, grandson of Irish immigrants himself. Um, he, uh, his personal family, he comes from a, uh, he has an interracial family. His hus husband is uh, of Japanese descent and um, has 
in, in his family uh, roots in immigration um, and immigrant grandparents himself. And so there is a very strong personal tie to, um, I think, our immigrant story that uh, the mayor is passionate about. Uh, that's tied to historical reasons. Um, you know, we often talk about the United States as a nation of immigrants. I think that's true um, for uh, some of us, and uh, myself included. I'm an immigrant uh, myself. Uh, but uh, we should also recognize that there were, um, you know, uh, con uh, populations in our uh, country's history uh, who were here long before immigrants, our um, uh, Native American communities, our um, indigenous uh, population here, as well as um, people who came um, not of their own free will, um, a lot of them of African American descent. Um, and so the historical reasons, though, for the most part, um, you know, it's, our nation is a nation that's been shaped by um, immigrants, and there have been different waves of immigrants throughout our country's history. Um, I think the third point is, you know, economics. Um, immigrants, uh, whether here in a documented or undocumented state, um, are significant contributors to our both regional, local, and national economy. And I don't think that anyone uh, can dispute that our economy would fall apart if immigrants uh, left. And uh, thirdly, um, or fourthly, I would say that um, the future of our country and our city and our region is dependent upon uh, immigrants. And um, I think for all of those reasons, uh, that combines both personal as well as economic and um, uh, the future of our of our city and our country, uh, Mayor Murray has made um, uh, uh, policies and programs supportive of our immigrant community a priority for him and his administration. Well, wonderful. We're so grateful. Uh, and as an immigration lawyer, I have been following yes. everything that he's been doing. And I cannot tell you how proud I am to be in a city with such leadership. Um, I'm going to quickly move on to talking about the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs. It, it has doubled the size and has made enormous strides under this administration. Please tell the listeners a little bit more about it and what uh, um, initiatives are going on. Great. Well, thank you so much for the question. And um, really, I think, you know, we should give credit to where credit is due. And um, the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs actually was established uh, before Mayor Murray took office. And so this was an office that was created under the former mayor, Mayor Mike McGinn. Um, we had, uh, at the time, a different council makeup. And so I know that uh, council member Tim Burgess and Bruce Harrell, uh, who continued to serve on our uh, city council admirably, uh, were huge uh, champions of the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs, but it was also really um, under the leadership of uh, one of our favorite, um, you know, and most amazing uh, um, uh, nonprofit organizations, One America, that the idea for the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs really came to fruition. And um, and, and at, at the time, it was under the leadership of um, uh, Pramila Jayapal, who wasn't yet a state senator, but it was her um, uh, dedication and diligence in helping the city think about what an Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs could mean mm -hmm. um, that uh, was really uh, so instrumental. And so, you know, when uh, when Mayor Murray took office uh, two and a half years ago, he looked at that office, and um, although it had been established by, in the pre previous administration, um, you know, his assessment was this is an office that could really um, uh, do so much more than uh, we were asking of it. And so uh, one of his very first acts as mayor was to double the size of the budget uh, of the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs. Yay. And uh, mm -hmm. to make it more... Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, amazing. To make it more robust. 
yes. And um, and I'm very proud. You know, I, as I mentioned, I'm an immigrant myself. I was born in Seoul, South Korea, and my family came to the U.S. when I was five um, years old. And so uh, it was, uh, for me, both... Uh, personally gratifying and um, just uh, professionally, uh, it made me so proud to be a part of this administration that this was such a high priority for the mayor. Uh, and in that time, um, you know, when you put uh, some priority and when you put some uh, meat behind uh, an idea, you know, wonderful things happen. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, two wonderful programs, uh, innovative programs that have been recognized by the White House come out of the office of uh, uh, this office, the Refugee Women's Institute, as well as the Ready to Work program. Um, I can speak more about that a little bit later. Um, and, you know, we are also really gearing up for um, some efforts around um, engaging our um, immigrant community to uh, become uh, 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 citizens and to uh, take their citizenship power into their own hands and uh, become engaged in the electorate and to vote. And so those are some a, a few of the initiatives that really have, I think, amped up since Mayor Murray has taken office. Well, that's wonderful. And I see that um, people are, you know, in, in getting empowered by the work that you're doing. So absolutely necessary and well done. Um, you mentioned that the White House noticed uh, some of the programs. Tell us, tell us how that was noticed and tell us more about these programs. Great. Well, uh, in December of 2015, so just uh, about a half a year ago, uh, the White House came out with their progress report from the White House Task Force on New Americans. And in that progress report, they uh, really highlighted uh, two programs within um, uh, our Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs, OIRA. Um, one was the Refugee Women's Institute, um, and the second was the Ready to Work program. And, and very quickly, the Refugee Women's Institute started out um, as really kind of a, a pilot um, idea to take a, 20 group, a group of 20 uh, refugee women and a group of 20 um, female police officers and to have them go through uh, together a uh, several-month-long um, uh, training program uh, where they would basically, uh, and that was this institute, where they would basically have the opportunity to start breaking down um, uh, uh, maybe stereotypes to start breaking down maybe some of the cultural barriers that exist um, between our refugee communities in general and our police department. And um, that uh, program uh, came together in uh, such a marvelous way through incredible leadership on the part of some of our police officers, and in particular, uh, Officer McNally, and um, and uh, through the leadership of uh, then the Deputy Director for OIRA, Sahar Fassi. Um, and um, that uh, program, um, I think, has now launched uh, uh, our city to look at the what we learned from that pilot program um, and see if the application could be uh, spread beyond um, just women refugees, but the broader um, uh, refugee community. And so that program is going through some revision, and it will um, uh, be uh, soon uh, launched as the family, um, a Refugee Family Institute, uh, so that it won't just be focused on women, uh, because that, that, that was actually one of the um, lessons learned from um, the Refugee Women's Institute was, you know, these women uh, refugees who are, you know, part of their communities, who are part of their families, actually told the city, um, it's wonderful, and we're very appreciative of this 
this experience, but we would like to see how a program like this could uh, help some of our um, uh, men in our families and mm. some of the uh, yeah, young boys and our children, and so hence the um, the the program is 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 going to change. Uh, and then quickly, the other program that the White House recognized was um, the Ready to Work program, uh, which is an innovative uh, program combining. Um, uh, English as a second language ESL classes with computer literacy instruction and case management to help immigrants uh, gain job readiness skills. And um, those both programs, I think the White House um, recognized um, as uh, innovative programs that were really fostering the idea that immigrants um, are an integral part of our communities. They're an integral part of our economy. And cities and states and local municipalities are really missing out if we don't figure out how to uh, better integrate our um, the, the treasure that we have in our immigrant and refugee communities into our broader society. Well, that's wonderful. And I can tell you that through my profession as an immigration attorney, I see people often who are highly educated in their countries. And they come mm -hmm. to this country and often they simply cannot, uh, you know, meet their potential because of the lack of um, programs like this. So, so that's wonderful. And I'm so proud and happy that the White House recognized this and put us on the map. Uh, and I say, yeah, us, because, you know, I'm part of Seattle and <laughs> I want to be part of it. So thank you for doing all that you do. Um, if people li listening today wanted to know more about these programs uh, and wanted to take part in them, how would they do that? Uh, well, one way is to uh, go to our uh, seattle.gov website, so www.seattle.gov, and uh, they can just search for the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs. Uh, it's actually seattle.gov forward slash I and our affairs. How clever is that? <laughs> uh, immigrant and refugee affairs. Um, and they can get more information about that. Um, and when they scroll, you know, um, there, there's sort of all of the different um, uh, areas that uh, OIRA is working on. Uh, if you click on the New Citizen Campaign, for instance, you can figure out, uh, find out more information about that, but also how to get engaged. Wonderful. Well, we we're running out of time, so we have a I have a couple of more questions for you. So because all of the work you're doing, citizenship, obviously, is a very important one and there are many events that are held for citizens what events are coming up in, in the near future uh, well for uh, for instance we have next week uh, the um, uh, Flag Day event uh, that's taking place on June 14th here at uh, Bertha Knight and Landis uh, in City Hall. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity uh, for uh, new uh, American citizens to get sworn in, and uh, I think it is uh, by far one of uh, the mayor's favorite events. It's certainly one of my favorite events, um, and it's an opportunity um, not just for um, you know new Americans to get sworn in, but I think it's a wonderful uh, community building activity and uh, uh, at that event we um, our office of immigrant and refugee affairs will have inf more information about all of the different programs that I've just mentioned wonderful so how many people are you expecting to swear in that day do you know I don't know. I don't have that off the top of my head, but it is uh, definitely one of the events that um, generates uh, a great deal of 
uh, interest uh, from um, so many different people. And, you know, I think it is also a wonderful reflection of Seattle's diversity. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, Seattle is often seen as a city that is, uh, you know, very white. Uh, 70% of our population is white. Uh, And yet, um, you know, that I think sometimes uh, uh, makes us forget how diverse our city is. You know, one in 20 Seattleites is foreign-born at a time when the foreign-born population of our country is increasing, Mm -hmm. uh, not decreasing. And so, um, you know, right now nationally, 14% of the nation is foreign-born. In Seattle, that figure is already up to 20%, and it's likely to grow. Um, And uh, events like Flag Day, uh, for new citizens uh, is a, a wonderful opportunity to see the diversity that really, truly exists and exemplifies Seattle. Wonderful. Well, I have to tell you, um, I became a citizen after my daughter was born. Uh, I, I became, I, I'm an immigrant right. myself. Yeah. I, I got married yeah. to my yeah. husband and got my green card and then eventually citizenship. But I wasn't really interested in sh- citizenship. But when my daughter was born, that really made me think, mm. oh, my gosh, you know, what if I'm ever separated? And, you know, yeah. as, a, as a lawyer, I'm dealing with citizenship applications all the time. So I didn't really think of my application as that important. <laughs> So I eventually, mm-hmm. when I went to the citizenship oath ceremony, I said to my husband, it's okay, you don't have to come. It's really just routine. Yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah. he came anyway, and I'm so grateful he did, because I kid you not, it is one of the most memorable events of my life. And oh, anybody who so has beautiful. not been to one of these events really need to just yeah. just attend to see how profound an impact it has on on the people that are becoming citizens. And my story was actually printed in the Seattle Times. Um, I wrote about the, how profound this experience was to me because I really was not giving it the kind of importance it needed and you know I felt like a born again person you know I I walked out feeling so proud to be an American and I know every one of those those people who were in that room felt the same thing so you know to add to what you've said it really is a profound event and it is Mm -hmm. an event that impacts each and everyone's lives and including their their family members Uh, and and it really is an opportunity for those people to become truly invested in their communities and really in this presidential election year (laughs) we really need more Mm -hmm. citizens Um, so thank you for talking about Flag Day and how important it is and how wonderful it is I hope it is a successful day can you please remind the uh, listeners what date that is? It is June 14th. Where uh, will it be held? Yeah, here in City Hall on the first floor in the Bertha K. Landis room, the BKL room. Can anybody attend? Yes, it's open to the public. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Deputy Mayor Kim, um, I could talk to you all day, and perhaps I, I, I would love for you to come on the show another time where we I can talk. I would love that. Thank um, you. But, you know, we, we've run out of time today. I'm so grateful that you um, were able to make some time for us. And good luck with all the things that the city is doing. If there are issues and events that you would like the listeners to know about, please let us know, because what you are doing is very, very important to our listeners. And I know they will be very interested. Um, So thank thank you. you. Of course. Thank you so much. Bye bye.
Well, listeners, that was Deputy Mayor Kim from the city of Seattle who told us about why the administration gives so much importance to um, immigration uh, in the city. And to summarize, the reasons are personal because there are personal stories involved both for the mayor and for the deputy mayor. Uh, The nation's historical stories uh, of why immigration is important. Immigration is important for economic reasons and, of course, the future of our country is very much dependent on immigration as well. So for all of these reasons, the administration of uh, the city of Seattle is really prioritizing immigration matters. And of course, you know, the uh, Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs um, and the the seed of which was planted by our very own Pramila Jayapal, who's been on our show in the past, um, is really doing an enormous amount of uh, programs and good for for you, the listeners. So please go to the website, which is uh, www.seattle.gov forward slash I and R Affairs to find out more and of course flag day is june 14th thank you so much listeners for tuning in next week we will have a wonderful show again and i cannot wait for you to listen to that stay cool in this wonderful warm weather thank you again to the deputy mayor for taking time out to be on desi 12:50 a.m and for being on immigration with tamina until next week take care bye-bye